Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Welcome to the One Organized Mama podcast. My name is Janelle, and I am One Organized Mama. I have a special episode today. I have Sydney Hatfield from Organized Paradise. Say hello, Sydney. Hi. Thank you for having me. (laughs) You are quite welcome. Well, thank you for being a guest. So I am doing an interview with each of my professional organizers who are in the One Organized Mama network of professional organizers. And if you don't know what that is, um, when I stopped working one-on-one with clients, I still had a team of wonderful organizers that were still ready and willing to work one-on-one with clients. So these wonderful, wonderful ladies um, work in the Las Vegas Valley. And Sydney actually works in the North Las Vegas part of the Valley, um, Moapa Valley, and even into St. George, Utah. Right, Sydney? Yes. Okay, awesome. So if you're looking for a professional organizer in any of those areas, definitely consider Sydney from Organized Paradise. And you can always get in contact with me or go to my website, oneorganizedmama.com and get Sydney's information. So I'm going to give you a little background about Sydney before I have her jump in. Sydney pretty much has all of the qualities that I look for when I have an organizer join my network. I do have a lot of people that reach out to me and they have over the years. And for lack of a better term, I've been very picky with who I choose because I am bringing these folks into my clients' homes and I'm referring them out to clients and I just want people who are trustworthy, hardworking, honest. And um, what I liked about Sydney that stood out above all of those qualities was her persistence because I kind of gave her a little run for her money when she was joining. I kept pushing her off and saying, call me next month, call me next month. And um, a lot of times when I do that, it's very intentional because I want someone who really understands this business and who really wants to be a part of it because it is a tough industry to get into. So Sydney, thank you for your persistence and thank you for coming back month after month until finally I said, wow, this girl is special and (laughs) you know, we, we got you. And so we're super happy to have you. So um, tell the audience a little bit about you and what your background is and why you wanted to be a professional organizer. Okay, so I didn't really ever live in a super clean house. Um, I tried to keep things tidy, um, but that's hard to do with other people living there. Yeah, moms know. And um, we used to watch Hoarders when I was a teenager. And I was just, like, amazed with these organizers that would come in and, like, help these poor people, like, that are just completely overwhelmed and 
don't know where to start or what to do. Like, those are obviously, like, extreme cases, but I just loved how they were there for them and they helped guide them and, you know, get them back to, to normal. Um, they were just inspirational for me, and I, I never knew how they got into that profession. Like, I, right. I didn't know if there was a program or, like, schooling. Like, I, I looked it up a few times, and I didn't ever, you know, come across anything And then just like within the last six to eight years, you know, with Pinterest, it's become kind of trendy to organize an area and, you know, post a picture of it and share it with everyone. And, and there's a bunch of organizers that post their work and it's, it was just so neat to see. And um, at the time I was working before I met my husband, I was working for a computer tech company in Las Vegas and uh, my commute was 15 minutes. And then after I got married, I moved out um, to live on my husband's um, family's property because he was building us a tiny house, our 240 square foot tiny house. Yes. <laughs> this is something I have to interject real quick. I am, every time I meet up with Sydney, I'm always fascinated by her tiny house. And so I'm always <laughs> asking her questions because you do, you have to be super organized oh, yeah. to live in a space that small. Yes. And it can be very crowded at times. So I'm yeah. a lot. Um, so yeah, that, that took a lot of work too. That, that kind of got me into organizing, uh, like two years ago when we were figuring out storage and, and how we wanted, you know, to keep things in the house. We knew how much space we had and how much stuff we had. And so some of it was hard to get rid of and let go of, but in the end it was, you know, we only have so much space. So now we only have our favorite things and, you know, from time to time things do add up, like our pantry is pretty small, so we try and go through it and, and thin it out and use what we have. But, um, but yeah, like going, yes. going shopping is way different because you have to think about, you know, where's this going to live? Do I have room for it in my house? No, nope, yes. I don't need it. <laughs> yes, exactly. I know that's something that we always go over with our clients, like be careful shopping, be careful with what you purchase you know, because everything ultimately needs a space where it belongs. So I would imagine definitely that is something you're forced to deal with when you live in a tiny house. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Okay. So back to starting your business. So you're, you were watching these shows. I know you're a big follower of a lot of professional organizer podcasts. You've um, you're really familiar with a lot of the programs that are out there. You you definitely did your research. So you had this idea of starting your own professional organizing business. So give us a little insight on what your perception of the business was versus what the reality of it is, because I do think it's important. And again, when I do interview people to come on and be a part of the One Organized Mama Network of professional organizers, I always tell them this is not a Netflix show or an HGTV show. Like we're not like tapping on books or something like we are in there in the trenches and this, it's a very difficult um, industry to be in. So what were some of your perceptions versus the realities? So most of my perception was like hoarders. Like I knew normal people and you know, their houses were neat and maintained. And then I see the show pretty often, you know, these extreme cases. So I only had those, those two kind of views of it. So I just assumed 
you know, before starting this business that, you know, people would only call if they really needed help. But I've, I've come to learn in the last couple of years, it's a little bit of both. Sometimes it is people with those extreme cases where they just are so overwhelmed and they don't even know where to start. And they just need someone there to kind of walk them through and get them going. And then there's other clients that things are pretty neat and tidy. They just, you know, they don't know how to structure their system so that the kids, you know, put things back or, or, or something isn't working, you know, in, in a certain area and they, they need other eyes because, you know, it's not their profession to go in and organize. Right. So it, it's, it's a mix of both. I, I feel like the common denominator is that people are just kind of overwhelmed and they just need a little bit of help. Yes. No, I definitely think that is like a majority of, of people and people, I think most people want a nice home Mm -hmm. and they just don't know how to do it. Like, um, you know, when we go through a declutter session with somebody, they just, you know, we'll declutter the space we'll declutter the dresser and then they have all this stuff. And a lot of times the tendency is just to put it like in a basket or a bin somewhere. Well, Mm -hmm. our job as professional organizers is like, nope, that's not going to fly with us. And so we really make them kind of dive in and deal with the actual stuff. So, yeah. So have you actually worked with any hoarders? Because don't you get asked that a lot? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And a lot of times they ask, you know, is this the worst thing you've seen? And no, it's not. (laughs) I've seen some crazy things. I did have one older woman that was, um, I guess I would call her a hoarder, just maybe just with time she just kind of gave up on certain areas of the house and stuff and I just tried to help you know work with her one area at a time but you know she's since passed so yeah she's not having to deal with that anymore (laughs) yes yes I know and it is I I we do have a lot of clients that we've worked with that are sort of like you know in end of life um situations where they just you know they want to make things easier on their family after they pass. And, you know, I think that's one of the most fulfilling and wonderful things about the job that we do is, is really kind of helping people because, um, I don't think people realize like how much stuff really affects our lives. And, and on that note, when you're working with clients, what are some of the things that you find are, common, uh, denominators, like you said, um, as far as like time management, like what have you found once you got into the business and you got into client homes? Um, what did you discover about clients? So a lot of clients aren't, um, very good with time management. So if I go in and do a consultation with the client, um, I have them kind of show me around the areas, like every nook and cranny of the area that they're wanting help with. Um, and if we do come across something that they want to have somewhere else, have go somewhere else, I have them show me that area as well. Because I, I need, I mean, building a tiny house, you have to know every nook and cranny that you have because that's all the space you have. Right. So when I work with a client, I want to know every nook and cranny that they have so that I can make the most of the space that they have and the things that they have. Um, So I just walk through the house and have them show me all, all the spaces. And then I can give them an estimate based on um, my knowledge of how long it would take. 
And then if they work with me, end up working with me, or if they just have me do it, it can be faster or slower. It all depends on how quickly they can make decisions. Like I have one client, she's older in her eighties and she, um, she lives alone. She's a quilter and she has converted her um, dining table into her sewing area just because it's more convenient. And last year I, I wasn't able to work with her for a few months. And when I finally came back in, the first thing I did was, you know, knock out that table. And I knew that I could do it quickly because she makes very quick decisions. She knows what tools she needs, what fabric she needs and everything else. I know where it goes. So a lot of times clients, you know, wonder why things take longer or, you know, but it, it's based on how quickly they can make decisions. Cause I can go in and I know how fast I can move, but if I'm relying on, you know, their, their help too, it'll, it may take longer or it could be quicker. It just, you know, depends on that. Yes. No, I, I'm glad that you said that because I know that was definitely something when I would go in and do an assessment with clients because I know how fast I can work, mm-hmm. but the variable is always the client's participation. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really um, important for people to realize that when they are starting an organizing job is that organizing can be pretty time consuming. And the most time consuming part of it is the decision making part. So um, yeah, I'm 100% with you on that. And and that is a big job. So if, if there's someone out there that's thinking of getting into this industry, um, those are definitely things to consider. And it's definitely part of my, um, the process that I go through with the mentoring of my One Organized Mama um, organizers is that we go over that, like managing client expectations. Mm-hmm. Be- because, I mean, don't we walk into a lot of times client homes and they're like, yeah, um, in the four hours that I booked you for, I'd like my pantry done, my kitchen, and my kids' playroom. And we're like, um, yeah, no. <laughs> we can start on the pantry in those four hours, but we're definitely going to have to book other sessions to get in. And especially if it's something where we really have to get in and like check expiration dates mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. do that kind of stuff. That's very time consuming. So great job though. And I, and you have done a really wonderful job as far as connecting with your clients. And, and I know a lot of um, clients love to call me back after they've worked with one of the the organizers to give me some feedback. And um, you've always had such high marks from clients and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and especially on the connecting, I think that's the thing is that Um, it's such a personal, you're in their personal space and it's such a personal service that we offer. So, um, yeah, Sydney, that's my favorite part too, actually, is connecting with them and learning their story and, and helping them get through things. I, I love, I love, 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 love my clients, especially my regulars. They, they make me so happy to go to work because I get to hang out with them. I feel like instead of, you know, working. No, that's awesome. That's great to hear. So, Yes. If you are looking for someone who's just really, um, Sydney has a really calm manner about her too. And it just makes you feel very like non-judged and just, you know, you have a wonderful support system. So definitely you nail that. Um, and so we appreciate that. So, 
All right. So now that you're a seasoned professional organizer, I know you have a lot of tips out there. So let's start going through your pro organizer tips for people. Okay. So I have five. Um, Most of them are kind of based on the things that you teach because you are my mentor and you're amazing and you've been in the industry so long. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So number one is keeping, uh, making time. So like you talk about your time buckets, if you Mm -hmm. don't, if you don't make time for it, it's, it's just not going to happen, especially, I mean, right now we all have so much time um, to kill, except for, you know, those people that are, that are working every day still and, and doing amazing things for us. But, but I feel like most people are home and so they have time, but it's easy to, to still let things slide. So making, making time for what you really want to work on is important, especially in our house, because there's. There's so many other things most people would rather be doing than going through their junk drawers or reorganizing their closet. You know, that doesn't, yes. that, that doesn't sound fun to everyone. To me, it does. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm kind of crazy. Um, so number one is uh, making time. Number two is just keeping it simple. Focus on one area of your home or just one drawer at a time because I feel like that's kind of how people just get overwhelmed. They start in an area and and find things that don't belong there and and they just get distracted and yeah so keeping it simple sorting your items into keep trash recycle shred and donate then once you know all the items you're going to keep for sure keep um organize those into similar piles and then when you know um what your keep items are for sure put them back according to how you use them make it easy to get to the stuff that you use the most because otherwise you're just going to mess it all up, you know, trying to dig for those things. Right. Number three, um, practice the one in one out method before you purchase anything new food, clothing, home decor, ask yourself the following questions. Do I already have this item at home? Where will this item live? Cause everything has a place. Yes. Do I need to get rid of something to make room for this new item? If so, am I willing to let go of that? So I live in 240 square feet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So going shopping, you know, Target has really cute pictures and sometimes they're on sale. But I've learned, you know, I asked myself that question. um, Do I need to get rid of something to make room for this new item? Good point. So I don't have a lot of wall space and I love the pictures that I have. So even if I come across something that I think is super cute I'm not willing to let go of stuff that I already have sometimes to bring something new in um and even with clients I feel like they don't think about the first question do I already have this at home right (laughs) like my grandma like she gets four of the same things because she forgets (laughs) that she has them (laughs) I think we've all been guilty of that a little bit from time to time (laughs) yeah so just you know asking questions sometimes helps um, so number four, don't buy organizing products until the area that it will be used in has been organized. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, measure the space prior to buying the containers. <laughs> Keep in mind the items that will be stored in it. A lot of, not a lot of, a couple of my clients do this kind of like the last, um, tip I had, they see something cute like an organizing container or storage of some kind 
they think, oh, I could use this somewhere at the house. They buy it and then they don't really have room for it because they didn't measure. They don't know where exactly it will go, just like buying it. And so one of my clients actually has um, a hall closet where she keeps all these giant containers or cute, you know, baskets and stuff that she pulls from occasionally that like really don't have a place in the house. So I really encourage people to know exactly what the container is going to be used for because I feel like a lot of organizing products aren't well used. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I think, I think on that note too, is um, people, yes, like organization and the products can be a part of your decor too, but -hmm. there definitely needs to be like a functional aspect to it. And I think that's something that people kind of overlook. Um, And also on that note, as far as um, like a storage container, not everything has to have like a storage container and a label. So mm-hmm. we go through the four steps. Step one is declutter and sort. Step two is create a zone. Step three is label and contain. And step four is teach and man- maintain. So step three, when I'm mentoring my organizers, we talk a lot about this because people will, um, again, talking about Pinterest and different things, they think that like, they have to run out and go buy all of these containers for everything, or they do mm-hmm. the labels on everything. Like your the 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 container you put pens in doesn't necessarily need to say pens, you know. <laughs> you know, I mean, like it's some stuff is pretty obvious about that because, um, because I think sometimes you can get a little too much into the containers. And then they lose like a functionality about it Mm -hmm. and stuff. And then people have spent all of this money um, that they didn't need to spend. And like you said, and then the, the organizing containers then become kind of part of the clutter or they get stashed away somewhere. And so, yes, listen to Sydney on this. (laughs) Do not go buy your storage containers until you know exactly what you need and you've measured and you're sure that, you know, this is going to work for that space. Yeah. Good tip. All right. So what's your next one? And my last tip is know that it'll get worse before it gets better. Oh, yes, yes, (laughs) yes. Give yourself grace while organizing and be aware that you will be pulling everything out in that area to go through it. So it'll be very messy. Bring a laundry basket with you while you're organizing and put away anything that belongs somewhere else or put in it everything that belongs somewhere else. When you're done organizing that area, um, take the basket and put all the things back where they belong. Um, Yes. I feel feel like this is a really good tip because it can be easy to work in an area, find something that belongs somewhere else, go to put that away, and then start (laughs) on another area to put that thing away right you know so it, it it's best to just if it doesn't belong in the area put it all in a basket and deal with it at the end because yes you, you you do well to focus on one area at a time yes and for those of you who have listened to my podcasts um the past ones I talk about the 20 minute tidy and mm-hmm. I go over this with the 20 minute tidy same thing Sydney is saying bring like a basket or a container. Um, I just use like a laundry basket, like Sydney said, 
And because while you're doing a tidy or decluttering, you're always going to come across those items that don't belong in that space or that room. And so going to another shirt. When stay focused and then when you're done, take those items and go put them where they belong. And it seems very simple, but I mean, we both know like a big part of maintaining organization in your home is just simply making sure stuff is put away. Um, not everything needs to look Pinteresty perfect, but just put stuff away, you know, and that makes the mm-hmm. home look very neat. And if you don't have a place where it goes, create a place again, going back to step two, create a zone for, for every item in your home. So, um, yay, Sydney. I love all these tips. I love, um, that you're going out there and reinforcing these with your clients. Um, now that you've been working with clients for a while, like, do you, do you see a lot of, um, starting to form some of these new habits and good. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. That's the best part, huh? Like, yes. yes, I know. <laughs> Giving them homework and they Oh my it. gosh. Yes. That is the best. <laughs> we always joke. So like a lot of professional organizers will leave quote unquote homework for our clients because generally we're there like four to six hours at a, at a time in a session. And so there's mm-hmm. always stuff where like, hey, before our next session together, get this done. So if your organizer has assigned you homework, please do it. <laughs> yes. Because please. it makes our job so much easier when we go back and we're like, oh, yes, because then we can just implement the next stage of our plan and get started. So, but um, anyway, Sydney, thank you so much for being a part of this. Uh, podcast agreeing to it. Um, but I do want you before we go to let people know how they can get a hold of you. Tell us um, if you what your social media channels are, if you'd like to give um, your phone number, your email, or however people can get in contact with you. Thank you. Um, so if you want any help, organizing. I would love, 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 love to work with you. Um, You can go to my Facebook page, Organized Paradise, and all my email and phone number contact information is on there. Um, I just, I just want to close. Thank you so much for having me on, Janelle. I, I'm so grateful for everything that you've done. I'm so glad (laughs) I kept loving you (laughs) because this is seriously I love what I do. I have the best job ever. And I'm so grateful that you have mentored me and and shown me what's possible. Organizing is my passion. I love what I do. Um, My favorite thing that clients say to me is thank you so much for all your help. It just makes me feel so good because I, my favorite thing to be is helpful. And um, so if any of you guys are feeling overwhelmed, I would love to come and help you. Just um, feel free to reach out. And thank you so much. Yes. Well, thank you, Sydney. And if you, again, are interested in hiring Sydney and you live in the Las Vegas area, Moapa Valley or St. George, Utah, definitely reach out to Sydney. Um, you can also reach out to me and I'll, I will pass along your info to her and get you guys connected. If you are interested in becoming a professional organizer, I do have a One Organized Mama network, 
And the way it works is I just offer mentoring, um, networking opportunities among my professional organizers. We have a Facebook page that is exclusive to professional organizers. We try to get together throughout the year. And I'm actually looking to expand this network out of the Las Vegas Valley and across the country. So if you're interested in joining me, feel free to reach out. You can send me an email at oneorganizedmama at gmail.com and look um, for more episodes. I'm going to be bringing each of my, uh, my professional organizers on in the coming week. So again, a big, huge thank you to Sydney. I'm so happy that she's a part of the team. And thank you so much for listening to the One Organized Mama podcast. Thank you so much.